You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, the weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway, and we are continuing through our Hashtag Blessed series. And today, just having some fun with Christmas and traditions, and why do we get all the warm and fuzzy feelings when we think about Christmas? Joined by Danielle Smalley, our Director of Experience, and Leah Lynch, Student Coordinator and Coordinator of the Lynch Household, which includes me and the kids (laughs) and the cat. Our cat. Cat loves the, the basement things. now. Yeah, he's got his own basement. That's awesome. It is awesome. Derek Hughes pushing the buttons and surprising us with surprise music whenever he can as well. Welcome to him. So Christmas, who's who's excited? Me. Same here. I well, can't wait. Why are we excited for Christmas? <laughs> it's oh. my favorite time of the year. Yeah. It is. <laughs> This, this is going to be a great podcast. <laughs> Did you want more reason? Because it just is. It's the best time of the year. The most wonderful time. I think there's a song about that. Yeah, I think you're right. Leah has the voice. She can sing it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I was reading through Luke 2 today, and I was just like, what is it about those words? In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree mm-hmm. that just brings about... I don't know, these good feelings. And then you got the angel of the Lord appearing to them. They were terrified, but we don't think about that. We think about the angel saying, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. I think of the Christmas story from Charlie Brown. Has he mm-hmm. has he given us some of those good feelings? We talked about the Hallmark show with shows with Brett and, and Kyle uh, last episode. Just, just what have... Is it something we've created, Danielle, that, that has made this a part of our upbringing, our culture? Well, what do you think? I think it's a lot of those pieces that you just named from stories, whether in books, um, from the Bible or um, the the books that are just out there this time of year, the Christmas story book, um, the songs that are sung, the decorations. Like when, when I think of Christmas time of year, you know, and I think of all the lights and I know we poke fun at where we're going to take the trees that are outside and bring them inside and take the lights that are inside and put them outside. It seems really weird. Um, and any other context we would be deemed crazy, but, uh, at Christmas, there's just this warmth that exists with those decorations and the way we sing songs. And there's this expectation, um, even well, way, way back in the day when we would go to the mall, like that was the thing to do was to go shopping at the mall. And it would be crazy at, each day you got closer to Christmas Eve. Um, but there was just this joyfulness about so much um, that we experienced. And I worked at a store in the mall and it did get crazy. And sometimes people were cranky. But the music and the food and the smells and the warm sweaters and the lights just set this tone of warmth and, I don't know, joy. Yeah, I think one of the words that you just used that jumped out was expectation. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of expectation in, like, this season, whether it's, you know, the expectation for the actual day to come or it's the things that you get to do or Mm -hmm. that it's, and it's not like a necessarily an anxiety inducing expectation. It's just, there's a joyful expectation in, in that season. Um, and I think a lot of it, you know, when you think about like the memories or Mm -hmm. the things that you did as a kid, or, you know, there's a sense of connection and a sense of belonging Mm -hmm. and whether that's Christmas traditions or, you know, Thanksgiving or Easter traditions, there's that sense of comfort and belonging that you find when you think about these things that you do 
mm-hmm. during that particular season. I think and of expectations when it's funny you mentioned that word because it was almost more exciting to wake up Christmas morning <laughs> to start opening gifts. And then you got the gifts. And even if they were good gifts, you were like, all right, we're done. This is sad. <laughs> you know, as a kid, that, that was almost, uh, yeah, it's almost more fun to rip open those packages and mm-hmm. wonder, what am I going to get? How weird. It's that time of year. No, you're right. There's like that high and there's the low. But I remember there was a time growing up before cell phones and there was constant phone calls and there was definitely not video calls, but you would get the Christmas cards and you would mm-hmm. hear from family. And, and sometimes the Christmas cards would tell stories where I catch up in the year. Some people mm-hmm. had newsletters almost of, of what was happening or what had happened in their life, goods and bads, highs and lows. But there was this connection, like you right. said, Leah. Um, and you're like, oh my gosh, we're going to get to connect with friends mm-hmm. and family and people coming out of the woodwork because there's this expectation this time of year, we are going to come together. It doesn't matter if we're fighting you know, right. last Sunday, today we are together right. um, and we're going to, we're going to put the differences aside. We're going to tolerate, we're going to love first and um, enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. And just because. Yeah. What's a funny Christmas story, Leah, as you think back, hopefully it doesn't involve me unless, unless I was being funny. <laughs> Please <but>. involve Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Please. No, just kidding. <laughs> now, the first thing that, um, the first thing that came to mind, like, in the moment, it didn't feel funny to me because, <laughs> because I was never one that really liked to snoop for my gifts oh, yeah. because I actually love being surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I find joy in that. And so I remember one Christmas, I unintentionally mm-hmm. found my big gift for the year. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so then I had to, you know, play it off. Like I had no idea what was going on, but with that, even though I didn't like to snoop for my gifts, every Christmas we would always, my sisters and I, we would, um, we would make it our mission to try and get to our stockings and to look in them mm. and then put it back before <laughs> mom and dad got up. <laughs> Did they ever find out? I don't, honestly, I don't know. Now they know. Now they yeah. do. Surprise. <laughs> See, I was the opposite where I, I, I found where they hid the gifts. I unwrapped them. If they were wrapped and then terribly wrapped them back up and I'd feel the the stocking and reach in and yeah, I I ruined all the surprises. How did you get away with rewrapping it? Did they ever find that out? Uh, I don't think so. That's wow. I'm I'm a terrible wrapper. I know that's what Leah's saying here. (laughs) How could they not know? (laughs) Exactly. If my dad, like they, they'd, they'd wait and do some Christmas Eve. And my dad, like my kids still say, grandpa's just the best. For, like my son was so proud of me. He's like, grandpa, you do the best job wrapping stuff. It takes us 10 minutes to unwrap it. <laughs> and he was really proud of him. And my daughter's like, ah, <laughs> I just want to unwrap my gifts. <laughs> yeah. So any that he would wrap would be that day, that night of. And mm-hmm. so I didn't get to those ones. But they were normally in bags and open already. So. Yeah. I don't yes. know when I started doing that, but I did that several years in a row. Bad kid. <laughs> Danielle, how about a funny story from you? Oh, my goodness. Um, so speaking of family, I was not a snooper either, but we, we can move on from that topic. So I never knew what I was getting. It was always a surprise. But one year, my grandma came to visit, and um, our family was almost more regiment on everyone wakes up together. We all start together. No, no pre-snooping, at least the morning of. And then we would, you know, we start opening presents together. We take a break to eat the breakfast that's prepared and then we resume. Um, But my grandma woke up first. We called her mama. She's my dad's mom. 
And she was the first one up and she must have been super excited about the presents because she started going through the house, banging pots and pans together. It's time to get up. Clang, clang, clang. It's Christmas morning. And it was like that mix of like, I'm mad, but I'm excited, but I'm mad. I'm excited. You know, so that's, we look back on that and laugh because of our grandma. Was it just one year she did that? Yes. Because we learned not to let her be the first one to wake up. (laughs) yeah that's awesome awesome. (laughs) this can be a hard time of year for people as well and and i think next week's podcast either we're going to try and sit down with uh lyndon fall our care pastor and and deb wiston as well and talk about you know holidays can be lonely and they can be hard and and as we think back what are some harder times that that you had and that you were able to you know allow god to walk you through I, i think of you know i looked forward to the Christmas break, I hated school. And so being out of school was such a big thing. And, and like every year of my elementary and middle school, I was sick at Christmas. Aww. And so I'd miss whatever Christmas party, which probably wasn't that exciting that my parents were going to take me to or Christmas morning, you know, I'd be sick. And, and it felt like every year I had that. And I, it gave me time to reflect and, and realize that this is not about presence. It's about Jesus. But what are some of the harder times uh, that you were able to work through, Leah, during Christmas? Um, when you asked that question, the first thing that actually came to mind wasn't when I was a kid. Mm. Um, mm. It was just a handful of years ago in 2016. Um, in the summer of that year, um, my my papa had died. My grandpa died. And um, that side of my family, there was, you know, Christmas was a big thing. It's a, it's a huge extended family and we would always be at their house on Christmas Eve. And so that first Christmas, like you could, it was just different because there was something missing and that was him. And, um, you could tell that, you know, everybody was trying to process through it in, in their own way. And even, even my grandma just, you know, seeing the difference, Mm -hmm. um, that first Christmas. And so that, I mean, that's just, that was hard. And, you know, I mean, even, I don't know, even now it still, you know, feels like there's a little something missing Mm -hmm. um, when we all get together. Danielle. Mm. Um, so growing up, we moved a handful of times, but the two that I remember, um, we moved during Christmas break in school. Mm -hmm. And so first grade, we moved from Pennsylvania to New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. That was really tough because, you know, I don't know anybody in New Hampshire. And then um, halfway through my sophomore year in high school, we moved towns. Mm. And it wasn't wasn't that far mileage-wise, but it was, you know, it might as well have been across the world because, you know, you don't have a car, when the cell phones did not exist. Mm. And um, that was really hard because, you know, you're high school now and you think you've got your group of friends Mm -hmm. and you're going to do this life thing together and graduate around, you know, going to be awesome. And that was, that was really tough because you're going into what's, you know, this joyful holiday we were just talking Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And then there's this anxiety and this like, um, anger and frustration. Mm -hmm. Like why? I mean, it was exciting to move. We were, Mm -hmm. my parents, you know, we were that last one, we were going from a a small, small rental to a house and they were Mm -hmm. so excited and it was hard to not be excited to have my own Mm -hmm. room and all that kind of stuff. But everything else I hated Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to (laughs) go. So that was, that was a hard one. Yeah, moving is so hard, and we, we don't, you know, I, I don't mind change. I like I like change, mm-hmm. but there are all kinds of effects to everyone that are around, and, and it's hard to, to process through that and to yeah. 
to move through. What what's an ideal Christmas look like for each of you in your in your in your world with your kids, with your families, with your spouses? <laughs> what what is an ideal <laughs> world Christmas look like? We have time now to to plan it, so I'm I'm trying to get a few hints here. Leah? <laughs> <laughs> He's taking notes right now. What is this? This podcast is useful for my what my benefit. Want? <laughs> Honestly, when I think about that que- that question, just the one word that comes to mind is simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I mean, I think so many times in this season, there's, you know, you can find yourself just inundated with the stress, the stress of busyness, the stress of making sure that you've got just the right gift, the stress of, um, you know, not burning the dinner, the stress, I mean, the stress of all of it. And um, I just, in an ideal world, it would just be simplicity, Mm. Um, that there wouldn't be the chaos, that there wouldn't be... um, you know, the joy and the excitement is one thing, but the chaos and the stress is another. And for me, one of my absolute favorite things to do, Christmas or not, is I love giving gifts. Like mm. that's that's one of those love languages that I am able to do well. And I love being able to give gifts. And so just that, the simplicity of no chaos, but the just the pure joy of being able to you know, to give gifts. That is good. Danielle? Um, do I slip my, my list of gifts I want to Leah now, or is that is that pad form <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the Okay, Okay, I'll wait till later. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, no, oh gosh, ideal Christmas. Simplicity makes a lot of sense, Leah. Um, and I'm with you. Like, I love finding that gift. You know, it's like every year, I feel like there's always that one person, family member, friend, I'm like, yes, I have it, mm. Mm-hmm. you know, and then the others are mostly there, you know, <laughs> right. it just, yeah. it, but sometimes you just know, you're like, yes. And I love that feeling. But for the holiday, you know, a lot of our immediate family is not close. So for me, ideal would be everyone's here. Mm-hmm. And there's so much for us, um, my siblings and my parents that, you know, we do like in that 36 to 48 hours right around that Christmas, whether it's wrapping really, really late into the night um, and poking fun at that and watching, you know, back-to-back Christmas movies and musicals because that's what we do in my family. And um, I just, I love that nostalgic um, Mm. moment or moments. And I would love to kind of replace some of those. And the joy in the kids' faces that morning Mm. when they come down and they're just, it doesn't matter how many presents are under the tree. Mm. Just Mm -hmm. that moment when they come down, they're like, ah, I just, that, I love it. Yeah. Every bit of it. And a little snow. Can we get snow for Christmas? Yes. Yes. Just a little. Derek doesn't want snow. As long <laughs> as it's gone by February 1st. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll see what we can do. Yes. Well, no matter where you find it. yourself uh, this Christmas season, whether you feel alone, whether you feel uh, simple, mm-hmm. as, as the ladies talked about, uh, I just want to remind you what, what Luke chapter two says. Uh, the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. Mm-hmm. That will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord. He's with you.